It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Today, I'm speaking with a feminine leadership coach and consulting consultant supporting female solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and business leaders discover, align with, and integrate their purpose into a career and lifestyle that works for them. Michelle, a stay-at-home mom turned founder, transitioned back into a workforce during the pandemic and knows intimately the struggles all parents face with managing career and home life. I Am a Feminine Leader exists to enable resilient entrepreneurial women and transcend the norms of the nuclear family, define success on their own terms, and embody their purpose. Michelle is also the writer and creative director of I Am Editorial, a personal memoir series inviting women to connect intimately with their feminine power transform lived experiences into powerful lessons and model authenticity for their families and communities. Hi there, Michelle. Hi there. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, thank you for joining me. Um, Let's start with you telling me where you call home right now. Sure. Well, I live in Puerto Rico, Um, But I'm originally from Canada, so I actually made this move during the pandemic, and I've been here for almost two years, and I just, I really love the Caribbean lifestyle. Um, You know, my family is on a little bit of an adventure, and um, we're just soaking up every minute of it. Oh, that sounds awesome. We're living in snow here in Edmonton still, so yeah, that sounds great. Uh, What exactly um, is your profession? Well, as uh, you um, articulated earlier, I am a feminine leadership coach and consultant. And so really what I what that means is that I help entrepreneurial women. So whether they're employed or not, I help entrepreneurial women um, discover, align with, and integrate their purpose into a career and lifestyle that works for them. And for a lot of women, what that means is that we have to learn and we have to rediscover our inner child and nurture our feminine energy so that we can bring our lives into balance that, that works for us. And, um, and so, you know, I help stay-at-home moms. I help women who are in the startup phases of their business and also women who feel just burnt out and unfulfilled and disenchanted with the whole hustle culture um, because they are highly successful in their businesses but they've also been in this hyper-masculine state of being and are feeling disconnected from their soul and from their purpose. So, um, you know, I, I, I love just seeing the, the rebirth and the awakening with these women when they not tap into and nurture their feminine energy. And, um, and we integrate it into all facets of life so that they can feel more harmony and peace every day. So not just their business side of their life, but also personal and how they can feel like they're living in their purpose. Absolutely. Yes. The personal side is is so important. And really the goal is to create fluidity and and constant so that 
you know, a lot of women feel that they need to be one way in their family or their personal lives, and they have to be another way professionally to be successful. And the goal of feminine leadership is to bring your yourself and your sense of being and your identity into harmony so that that, that in itself allows you to feel more fulfilled in your daily life. For sure. And, and for you, you, I'm sure you celebrate with these women because you feel a, you feel lighter yourself like you you feel lit up you feel like wow like i'm i'm creating this great life with this beautiful entrepreneur yes well and and that's the beauty of feminine energy is that it is creative and and inspiring and it's very it's it's the energy that all human beings possess that that is creative and allows us to express. And and so when we are, um, you know, in in traditional, you know, whether it be the workforce or just in our communities, when we feel hindered in our expressions or our creativity, that really just lowers our vibration. It lowers our frequency. It doesn't allow us to to feel whole or holistic in our being. And so, you know, nurturing the feminine and really emphasizing that for a lot of women feels like a rebirth because all of a sudden, you know, their natural creative abilities start to flourish and to bloom. And, um, and, incredible things are are created in the process, you know. I mean, I created a memoir, but I've had clients who have accelerated the growth of their businesses. They've made major life changes that have that have really improved their lifestyles. They've pivoted out of into new industries or careers. Um so in feminine energy, there's incredible transformation that are, that can occur, and that's why I encourage men and women to explore what would be possible for them if they nurtured their feminine energy. Yeah, that sounds so awesome. It sounds so exciting. I, I feel like this, you know, little bit of excitement goes through me as you're explaining this. So how do you celebrate you and your wins, whether it be like with your clients or with your own personal life? Yeah, well, I think that celebrating wins is so important, and not just the big milestones or the big achievements. Um, you know, we have wins every single day that we can celebrate, and it's and it is a form of self care in a lot of ways to recognize the little wins, the little milestones that we that we go through every single day, because for for a lot of people, you know, when they don't have that daily practice then that's when they can start to feel stuck or stagnant or frustrated because our lives are are constantly flowing and changing and growing. But if we don't give ourselves the affirmation that, yes, I'm on the right path and have that intention every single day, um, it can make us feel feel bad, quite frank, um, to be frank. So little wins are – it could be just as simple as acknowledging, you know, and saying, I woke up on time this morning with my alarm and I got my kids out the door without, without getting angry at them. You know, we, we didn't yell and scream. Everybody was happy and we got to school on time. That is a huge win. And just being proud of yourself for having those little moments because maybe the big one, right. is to say maybe a month or a few months later, say, wow, like 
my daughter and I are so connected now. We, we never fight in the morning anymore. And then that's like your big win, you know, like on a personal level. Um, you know, on a business level with clients, it, it usually turns into, um, you know, okay, I have committed to my tasks today. I completed them all. And, and I feel good about it. You know, like I feel good and, and, and transitioning out of those autopilot habits that we kind of can adopt sometimes in business. It's like, I'm really intentional. I was really intentional today with what I did and it felt really good. And, and then over the quarter, maybe you've increased your sales by 15% because every single day you're showing up with intention and saying, you know, I'm going to do what feels good today. I'm going to play into my strengths. And it doesn't always have to be um, like a, a specific quantitative outcome. It could simply be just feeling incredible in your body and, and elevating your mindset. Yeah, 100%. I agree. So do you do anything to celebrate that? Like, you know, I mean, I know there's, you know, the the obvious, you know, have a glass of wine at the end of the day or go out and buy yourself a coffee. But do you, you know, show yourself some kind of gratitude or special treatment when you do recognize it? Because sometimes we don't, right? Sometimes we say, oh, yeah, I got that done, but we don't really recognize it as a win. So what do you do when you do that, when you notice your wins? Well, I actually, I have a a, a practice that I do. I I try to do it every day, but, you know, life happens. Sometimes I don't do it every day. But um, embodiment practices are a big part of, of how I support clients and also how I in, how through my own self-mastery I'm able to contribute to others. And, and what it entails is, you know, at the end of the day, right before I go to sleep, um, I light a candle. I have a candle on my nightstand. And I just will sit in contemplation looking at the candle and I will um, close my eyes and, and I will kind of put my hands around the flame, just kind of like cupping it. But at the same time, like bringing my awareness to my hands and where the heat kind of, where I feel it in the palms. And I kind of just, I try to like centralize my energy into this beautiful flame, like envisioning that this is my spirit, this is my soul. And, and, I, and I get gratitude for the day, whether it be, you know, a tangible win in my business or just an emotional win. I just give gratitude in those moments and, and that practice of kind of nurturing and feeling the heat of the flame and feeling the energy of the flame. It's like I'm, I'm hugging myself. It's like I'm giving my soul a kiss and a hug and, you know, and it's, I only do that maybe some days I only do it for a couple minutes. Other days I just get into the, into the zone and I'm there for 20 minutes. But, um, you know, that embodiment practice of, of just, envisioning myself as a flame growing and with powerful energy and beautiful heat and it's just it's so beautiful and it's so simple you know and 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 when I'm traveling or if I'm somewhere where I don't have a candle then I'll just put my hand on my heart and I'll I'll envision the same you know like my heart is beating I try to feel the heartbeat and and that is my celebration is connecting to my life force it's feeling my life force pulsing through me and the energetics around me. That is so awesome. And I bet you have the best sleep after that. Yeah, it definitely contributes to sleep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's amazing. I love that. 
Um, now let's get let's talk a little bit about fashion. Um, do you mm-hmm. what do you think your fashion style says about you? Yeah, well, you know, I since I moved to Puerto Rico, it actually changed quite a bit um, because when I was living in Alberta, um, you know, I I was cold all the time to be honest. So um, my fashion choices were different, but, you know, I'm a minimalist, really. Um, so I I only really have at one time maybe 10 or 12 pieces of clothing in my closet. Um, I like clothing to be multi-purpose and multifunctional, um, and I and I like it to be just very comfortable. You know, I like my clothes to be comfortable. I like fabrics that breathe and um and can coordinate with a lot of different things. And um and I'm not I mean I'm not super into um like crazy patterns or textures, but I love I love wearing clothes that have like tribal or um you know cultural influences. So like for instance, when I came to Puerto Rico, I started buying because there's such a strong African cultural influence here. Um, and when you go, you know, to the local shops, you always see a lot of like Ankara jewelry, scarves, um, you know, wraps. And I just, I love the colors. I love the patterns of the African print. And in the Caribbean, like if they just, they're amazing. You feel amazing when you're wearing them. Um, and uh, so a lot of linen, a lot of um, rayon, just like really flowy, comfortable clothing with pops of color and texture. That's awesome. So I'm, I'm going to assume that, you know, now that the pandemic is over, your style really won't change much. No. And, and I think part of the reason for that is because, like I'm, I'm working from home right now, and the style I guess that I have is, is you know what I consider to be like pretty versatile. Like I don't work in my pajamas every day. Like I still like to get up and like you know get myself ready, and 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 it just feels good to me to do that. It feels productive for me. Um, but if I did ever have to transition into um, an office setting. I think that it wouldn't take much for me to just modify a few things, dress up a few things. And that's what I love about, um, you know, the, the cultural clothing that I've acquired here is that it's so easy to dress up and dress down. And um, you can have only a, a handful of pieces and you can coordinate them with a dozen or like just endless neutrals. And I just, I love that so much. Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, I don't think it matters what part of the world you live in. I think, you know, minimalist or not, you know, you stick with the neutrals and a few patterns, and we can have a huge wardrobe with just small pieces. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you Mm -hmm. believe that your fashion style portrays your self-confidence and your self-esteem day-to-day? Oh, definitely. I mean, I... There are days where, you know, if I'm feeling on fire and I'm just feeling like, you know, super confident and I just, it definitely influences my choices, you know. And that's why I love um, to wear fabrics that are very flowy and light and and kind of move with you. Um, I don't like to wear tight clothing because it just, I don't know, like some days, you know, you just feel kind of bloated and yucky. And 
if that's all you've got in your closet, then you're not going to feel good the whole day. You know, it's like give your body some grace. Give yourself some grace to breathe and to, you know, just it, everything in the Caribbean, you, it's like you've got to go with the flow. So, um, you know, I like to wear the flowy fabrics. Back in Canada, um, when I was living there, I wore a lot of tight, tighter fitted clothing because I was so cold all the time and it kind of helped to keep me warm. <laughs> so that's kind of like a, a contrast from being here versus there. Um, but uh, no, like in the Caribbean, unless you're going to the beach and you've got a bathing suit on, like I like having loose flowy clothing. It, it kind of creates a little bit of wind, you know, yeah. as you're walking. So I totally get that. I 100% get that actually. Uh, what mm-hmm. is your, self-care practice and and how often do you practice like a real self-care regimen yeah well you know um i mean similar to the embodiment practice i mentioned earlier but i also so when i have an actual goal or a a big milestone coming up that i want to celebrate um i usually treat myself to a piece of jewelry and because I, I love crystals, and I'm, I'm kind of witchy in that way. Like, I love to meditate with crystals, and I just love having them in the house. I just love the energy that they provide. And, um, and I use crystals a lot in my coaching with clients as well, just for their affirmation practices. But um, I love to make jewelry, so I will treat myself, and I'll go to the local crystal shop, and I'll buy, you know, the beads and everything, and I'll make myself – a, a necklace or earrings or something. And, and that is like queendom for me. Like I just feel like a queen when I wear my crystals and um, it just gives me such a strong boost of energy. And yeah, I, I just feel like it's such a great way to celebrate you. And, and then it's a piece that's unique to you. I love that. I, yeah, I love that. I think that's amazing. I don't make my jewelry, but I love jewelry. I, if I could, mm-hmm. you know, if I could wear nothing but jewelry, I think I would be happy. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. though, I don't have the right body for that. <laughs> oh, well, but you know what? It's not about that. Like, it's like, you know, I. some people have, um, like, they're a little obsessed. Maybe they have, like, big collections of things. I mean, I, I'm like that with crystals. I love my crystals. I probably have um, over 20 different necklaces, and it's just – but they're all – they're all sentimental in the sense of like, oh, every time I wear this, I remember that goal that I achieved because that was my gift to myself. You know, it's not just like I'm going to go buy a piece of jewelry at the store. It's like I made this and I made it because I, I achieved something and it just feels so good. It's like a little reminder. And I'm not, I'm, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm like super skilled at making jewelry or anything. I just, sometimes my jewelry is made with like <laughs> a lot like that, um, those like elastic stretchy uh, ropes and things like that. Like I'm not hyper fancy with it, but it's, I guess it's like another embodiment practice of, of putting your energy into it, being a craftsman and, you know, building something, being creative. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yes. I, I'm not crafty. So that for me wouldn't work, but that's, that's awesome. <laughs> so when you're working, we're going to just, you know, one or two more questions here, but I want to know when you're working with your clients, what is the biggest outcome that you're looking for? Um, well, 
You know, that is, that's a really interesting question because, you know, feminine leadership is not really outcome-based. You know, it is, it is like we do establish goals and we set expectations, but, um, you know, it doesn't always result in the original goal or expectation, you know, because part of going on a feminine embodiment journey is recognizing that, you know, life, transformation, progress, you know, it's, it is actually a nonlinear process. And, and when we fully immerse ourselves in that reality, that is when incredible opportunities come up that we might have never even considered or been aware that, were, that existed. You know, because traditionally, like in society and the workforce, and like we've been conditioned to believe that, you know, if you do A, you're going to get to B. You know, and it's like a linear process. If you follow all the steps, you're going to get to this point and, it's, and you're going to be successful. And, you know, in a lot of ways, yes, you know, there are situations where that applies. But I think that in the grand scope of life, you know, most growth and transformation and progress is nonlinear. And when we recognize that and we honor that, then we're able to really tap into our power and discover what's possible for us and really make it our own as opposed to just subscribing to the beliefs and the systems and the formulas of other people. So when I'm working with clients, we spend a lot of time discovering what that looks like for them, you know, because for one person it might be, you know, a very, like maybe there's only one or two little twists and turns and it, and it can look or feel quite linear because, you know, of, of, the, of their execution and how it works for them. Whereas for others, it might be all over the place, you know, but, um, but at the end of the day, the goal is always to feel whole, to feel authentic, and to be true to yourself. And, and sometimes, you know, it could be as simple as, okay, I, I haven't established boundaries before. Now I'm going to do it. And then they follow through on this, on the procedure of establishing and upholding boundaries. Um, but, you know, it's, it may not necessarily be like I have a boundary today and I'm sticking with it forever. You know, there's always going to be um, times where we may be on an up, an up curve and then we come down and then we go back up. And, and that's just the way life goes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's more of a feeling that you're really aiming for. Right, because I mean, everybody is looking for happy, right? But mm-hmm. not everybody mm-hmm. is realizing that we have happy inside of us. We just have to set it free, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, that's the way I see it, you know. And I think that's what I was kind of understanding from you there, for the for a yeah. basic, you know, generalization, right? I mean, obviously, there's more to it than just I'm looking for happy. Yeah, um, one more question. Yes, if you could, if you could do anything else in the world, and you know there was no judgment, what would that be? Um, I would love to to be a writer, and just be a, a creative professional. Um, and and you know a lot of the writing that I have already done with my personal memoir series and. You know, so many things that I've written that are just in notebooks and, you know, little post-it notes and napkins, you know. Like, I just, I, I really resonate with the creative arts. 
And, um, you know, if I could just, if I could just do that and, and also, you know, the whole just being connected to life force, being connected to nature. Um, you know, my husband kind of joked with me, but he's like, you know, you can't just like move into a little hut in the rainforest and, and, and survive, you know, you need to, you know, stay focused and earn money and have a livelihood. And I'm like, yes, but I want that so badly. <laughs> like I just want my little hut in the rainforest where I can paint and write and, you know, do whatever. Um, maybe someday I'll get there, but yeah. Yeah. I think you, I think that that's possible. I'm not saying you will be doing that, but I really believe that if that's what you want, you can have that. You know, it's mm-hmm. not something you just wake up one morning and say, I'm doing that. I mean, like everything else, like every other goal, we have to work towards it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I hope I hope one day you get there. I wish the best for you. Uh, Michelle, mm-hmm. can you tell us where we can find you on social media? Yes, absolutely. So I have a website. You can go to www.iamafeminineleader.com. And on, I'm on LinkedIn. You can search for me by name, Michelle Sosiak Nassif. And on Instagram, it's Michelle underscore Hersiak Nassif. Perfect. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Today was awesome speaking with you. Um, I know that you are in Puerto Rico and right now probably one of the, you know, warmest places in the world. <laughs> Not like here in Canada. Canada's still pretty chilly. Although yesterday we had a great day. It was, I think, above 20. It was, mm-hmm. like, beautiful oh, well, for March. Yeah, that's getting there. You're getting there. Yes, for sure. Thank you so much for joining me. We will chat again sometime soon. Thank you so much, Tina. You have a great day. Thank you. You as well. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.